You're listening to the Robert Hartley Games Master Podcast. The following is a recap from my interactive tabletop role-playing game series, Twitch Tales, where the chat on my Twitch channel act as a hive mind collective to control the actions of the main character. This recap acts as a summary for anyone wishing to jump into the story from this point, or simply as a reminder for the story this far. Enjoy! Welcome to Twitch Tales. Back in episode one. <laughs> Apis was uh, awoken from a dream... Apis is a uh, Horizon Walker ranger um, and was awoken from a dream of three years previous where they were uh, returning from an, a rather unsuccessful hunt back to their hometown of Shafgushal and they discovered that Shafgushal had been destroyed, attacked and destroyed by a large green dragon who lived in the nearby forest. For reasons unknown to Apis, uh, Unguhef, this uh, this large green dragon, had attacked Shafgushal and destroyed the town, uh, killed everybody in there, almost everybody in there. Uh, Apis found um, very few survivors and uh, mostly just bodies, uh, lots of missing peoples that uh, were assumed to have either fled or been eaten. It was not a good experience. Uh, Apis was recapping this as a bit of a nightmare when they woke in episode one. They then discovered that uh, as an outlander, they live on the land, um, but they can only do so for so long before they need to head back to a town. And this is one of those mornings. They looked at their um, they looked at their blankets and their rations and their arrows and realized they were kind of running out of each um, and needed to patch up the blanket and things. And so they headed into a local town called Shadridge, a tiny little frontier town in the north of an island called Corintil. In Shadridge, uh, Apis met up with their friend the Baker, Franklin, and uh, and and a few other people, um, Gretchen, who runs the Lucky Loot Inn, and various others, uh, and um, and and resupplied with their rations and whatnot. While there, though, they were hearing a few indications that the mead had not um, uh, had not been delivered recently from the 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 guy who uh, brews mead. So Apis headed to um, uh, to the mediary, the the apiary, uh, to find that the the apiarist had died. He'd been killed in an attack by some goblins. Apis set off into the woods after uh, after the the trail left by the goblins and discovered them trying to steal a giant bee and several of the uh, the bees from uh, the apiary. Apis killed these goblins and uh, and and rescued these bees, one of which, the giant bee, um, made good friends with us and became our companion uh, on this quest, a giant bee by the name of Mel. Apis heard that uh, these goblins weren't alone in their, in their um, uh, attack. There were many other goblins uh, nearby in the woods, so Apis went out to find and deal with these goblins, and one by one, picking them off in small groups, Apis managed to defeat almost all of the goblins. Heading back to Shadridge, Apis came across an elf in the woods and realised um, these elves might need warning about the goblins as well. So Apis uh, introduced themselves, was taken back to the elves' village, where indeed they had been attacked by these uh, these goblins, and Apis offered to help them rebuild. Apis was introduced then to uh, to three other sister villages to this uh, this original village, making four total. And uh, and learned of the existence of the four sisters, four uh, four elven towns in the uh, in the woods, um, 
one of which was not exactly friendly to outsiders. Uh, it's a, a town called Arachel. They're diviners and, uh, and, and, and soothsayers, uh, foresight viewers and all of the rest of it, and very racist towards uh, non-elves. After helping um, the, the other three sisters for a while, uh, Apis realised that there were plot hooks even further north, deeper into the woods, into an area of the woods called the Great Expanse. And that's when Apis decided, maybe that's for another day. I'm getting a little ahead of myself here at level two or three or whatever we were at the time. Uh, and, and so Apis turned around and left whatever was happening in the Great Expanse to be dealt with another time. Uh, and then we, and then Apis headed back to Shadridge. I should also mention, because it might become pertinent later today, um, bit related to de um, decisions about what to do, uh, that while uh, while leaving the Four Sisters and heading back for Shadridge, there was also hints happening about um, Arachel, the, uh, the, the racist village, uh, starting to prepare for war with something. They had asked Munglofau, one of the um, one of the other sister villagers, to start producing uh, weapons and armor en masse uh, in order to prepare for something that was coming, something that they had foreseen coming. Apis kind of went, well, that's not really my problem right now. I'm going to go deal with something else, and went back to Shadridge. Upon arriving in Shadridge, Apis discovered that there was a few issues in town. A couple of the older folk had started to die or get sick, get really, really weak and really ill, um, and thought that it was a suspicious timing that they they should both have died in a similar fashion, um, especially because one of the cows on one of the nearby farms had died in a similar fashion where they had been emaciated and weakened over the course of a few days and then died. It, upon investigating this further, Apis uh, uncovered that it was... Um, that it was the cause of necromancy in that there were shadows. The shadows of these people were uh, torn away from them after death and then would rise as undead creatures of their own and then attack and uh, sap at the life force and strength of various older folk um, until, they, until they succumbed as well. And then their shadow would rise and join the army. Um, thankfully, Apis managed to catch it relatively early and so there were only about four or five deaths uh, before... Uh, Apis confronted and fa found and confronted the necromancer, a young woman called Sally, who was uh, in charge of, uh, responsible and behind all of these attacks um, for reasons unknown. Apis attacked and drove Sally out of town, who unfortunately escaped into the woods uh, north of Shadridge to live another day. Apis went back to uh, Shadridge and, uh, and learned from the local guards there um, that the nearby the nearby large town of Fonderg was not sending uh, was not sending any resources anymore which is strange because Shadridge is a frontier town and needs help from outside in order to um, to establish itself and survive until it becomes self-sufficient uh, so their resources hadn't been arriving lately and Apis was uh, uh, tasked with finding out why on the road to Fonderg Apis discovered why because they were attacked by bandits and uh, and the bandits were working for a manticore reluctantly, under, under servitude, threaten, servitude and threat of death. Apis managed to band, uh, band with the bandits and attack the manticore, freeing the bandits and, um, uh, and, and reclaiming all of the resources that they had stolen on the way. They took them back to Shadridge and explained the deal. 
uh, and then celebrated the first of the month, the first of Altabris. The first of each month uh, is usually a, a holy day for the god to whom the month is dedicated. Uh, in this uh, in this respect, it is the god of hunting called Altamez. Uh, so in order to honor Altamez, the god of beasts and hunting, uh, his place of worship is the menagerie. And so Shadridge, being a frontier town, does not yet have a menagerie, but on the first of Altabris uh, was putting one together. So they asked Apis, as a uh, an efficient hunter, to go out into the nearby woods and find something exotic to put into the menagerie. And Apis did so, rolling exceptionally well and finding a, a, uh, a Sasquatch, a particularly rare um, primate beast, essentially Bigfoot, uh, and with some in ingenuity, managed to persuade this Sasquatch to follow them back to Shadridge and get into a pit voluntarily. Uh, but then the next morning, Shad uh, uh, Sassy, as people have uh, nicknamed this Sasquatch, um, Sassy discovered that uh, they didn't like being in a pit, and when Apis decided, inexplicably, to climb down into the pit to hand-feed the Sasquatch, uh, Sassy used the opportunity to attack and escape the pit and run back to the wild. After that, um, and enjoying the rest of the day's festivities, uh, Epis paid homage to Ultimes, the god of the hunt, um, and uh, by nature of being so successful in hunting a Sasquatch, uh, Apis was presented with a sort of prophetic dream of sorts, and uh, it affected the the um, range of your hunter's mark ability from then on. You were you were sort of booned by the the god of hunting. Then Kathleen, one of the Knights of Kavosna, the guards of this uh, this town of Shadridge, uh, gave Apis a, a note to say, can you take this to Fondurg to explain to them everything that's happened here over the last few weeks? And so uh, Apis did so. They went to Fondurg, arrived at Fondurg, but not before being encountered on the way by a couple of uh, half-dragon rats and squirrels. Green dragon scales up the noses and, and bodies of these rats and squirrels. They explained this to the people of uh, Fondurg, um, a, a, town, a walled town of about a thousand population or so. And the people of Fondurg said, hmm, that's peculiar and uh, a bad omen, because it usually means that there's a green dragon somewhere in the forest nearby that's uh, sleeping around with some animals. And Apis is about a three-day walk north of where the um, the green dragon is that killed their family and their, their hometown, so it shouldn't really be that one unless it was displaced for any reason. At that point, Apis uh, spent some time around town, getting to know the the, the town of Fondog a little bit, getting to uh, to know where the, uh, the the hunting shops are and where where the taverns and uh, places to sleep are and that sort of thing. Uh, you met with a you met with a halfling gentleman calling himself the Fiend, who is the head of a criminal organization here in in Fondog, a uh, particular particularly thieves and people who break and enter and intimidate rob people, those sorts of nasties, not exactly the Robin Hood kind of um, uh, organisation. He offered you the opportunity to join once he realised you had certain skills. By this point, Apis has started to discover their powers as a Horizon Walker and uh, has developed the ability to Misty Step and Pass Without a Trace and has been approached in their dreams by various different gods of the Pantheon with interest in Apis. 
uh, Apis has started to try and learn a little about what it means to be a Horizon Walker, but has um, discovered that uh, Horizon Walkers are very rare. They are people who are born with particular abilities to manipulate the energies of the multiverse into uh, into their own um, their own powers and uh, fighting styles and things. Knows very little about it even to this day. You met a, an arch fay called the Merry Gentleman. Uh, as one of his names anyway, who um, who tried to explain to you that Horizon Walkers are rare and he has interest in you and your abilities and he can teach you certain things if you come and visit him in the Feywild at some point. So that's uh, another plot for you uh, if you wish to take it at any point. Eventually, however, there is this <laughs> as a dragon flies overhead, confirming everyone's fears and lands outside of uh, outside of Fondurg and demands that the Fondurg champion come out to meet them and pay for their penance, uh, killing the dragon's children, the rats and squirrels and whatnot. Fondurg sent out its greatest champion, a, uh, a fighter by the name of Tauchu, and Tauchu was immediately ambushed by various different half-dragon creatures and killed. This was a warning from, uh, from Lucifreak, the green dragon, who said, um, I want one of your people sent out every every uh, do uh, every dusk, uh, and I want you to send out send them out with a treasure. Um, uh, and when I'm satisfied that your debt to me is paid, then uh, then then we can move on, sort of thing. So the next the next night, um, it was decided that Apis, being kind of the one who was responsible for setting all of this off anyway by killing the dragon rat children. Um, would be the one to go out as 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 uh, sacrifice. However, it would be in the form of an ambush. Apis would have would only be pretending to be tied up and would actually have an invisible bow and arrow with them, uh, which they shot at the dragon and blah blah blah. However, it didn't go like that because for the first time we realised that this green dragon is particularly intelligent and devious, and had instead uh, asked asked for this dusk sacrifice as a distraction at the north end of town while he instead picked off someone at the, at the uh, south end of town. This sort of deception continued for the next couple of days as people started going missing and getting attacked by, um, uh, by the dragon and whatnot. It continued for a few days until Apis and their small druid friend named Briar set off uh, into the Lannis woods nearby Fondurg to, to try and do a reconnaissance mission and learn where this dragon lives and what sort of forces it has and whether or not Fonda can actually take it or not. Apis was once again outsmarted, however, and lulled into a trap in a pit. Uh, a dragon mole came up and pushed Apis over the ledge of a pit down into um, down into uh, th th this ditch where the dragon could uh, could appear at the top of the pit, spread its wings out to prevent escape and then make demands of Apis to hold out their hand to be bitten off uh, in payment for for all that they've done. Apis managed to smooth talk their way out of it, however, know, know, knowing quite a bit about um, dragons as Apis's favoured enemy. Apis managed to, know, uh, to remember that dragons are particularly susceptible to flattery. And so Apis started, uh, started complimenting this dragon's intelligence at outsmarting them and offering to uh, serve them in servitude and all of this and how they need their hands if they're going to be a, um, a useful servant to them and blah blah blah. 
It worked enough to uh, to have the dragon decide to instead keep Apis as a prize, and so they took Apis back to their uh, their lair and stuck them in a huge vegetative dome along with a bunch of tree elves that they had found um, and said, you live here now, you are one of my prizes. You are one of my treasures in my treasure hoard. Apis spent the next few days getting to know their new their new living situation in this uh, in this dragon's village. They uh, during that time they got to know some of the elves. They uh, learned that there was a necromancer living somewhere in the woods nearby, raising dead animals, and generally started to prepare for an uh, an assault at the dragon. Meanwhile, the town of Fondurg had sent off to the king of the country uh, that you're in. And the king had responded by sending a small contingency of about a dozen uh, well-equipped fighters to, uh, to to tackle this dragon on Fondurg's behalf. Apis every morning was getting a sending message from the local wizard, Vala, who was telling Apis, just hold off a couple more days, try and weaken their forces if you can pick them off one by one or anything like that. Just, just hold out for a couple more days, the king's army are on their way, yada yada yada. Eventually, Apis was... Uh, Apis was released from captivity when the king's army arrived and attacked. Apis joined that fight and managed to get the killing blow on Lucifreak the green dragon just as he was escaping and fleeing to live to fight another day. Apis got a long long shot hunter's mark thanks to uh, Ultimas and uh, and their, their their blessing. Hunter's mark, long shot arrow from the uh, over the canopy of the trees right through the back of the skull and Lucifreak fell. We managed to collect a couple of dragon parts from his body, including blood and some scales. Uh, and then we went to um, uh, find his lair. We found where he keeps his treasure and found a bunch of gold and a quiver of um, seemingly endless arrows. And then head back to Fondurg. Back at Fondurg, we uh, discovered that several of the uh, the people of Fondurg were, were killed in the fight, including Vala, the wizard who'd been warning us the entire time. Uh, and that the local druids guild had enough herbs and salves and tinctures and whatnot to re to cast the uh, reincarnate spell on just one person. So there was a vote in town uh, at the town hall. There was a vote to on who should be resurrected, and it was decided that Vala, the local wizard, should be re resurrected due to her power. She was re uh, reincarnated, given a new body in a um, a ritual. And her new body, through random chance, I rolled on my table and got uh, pretty much an identical body to the one she had before. So luckily for her, it shouldn't be too much of a, um, a discombobulating uh, change than if she'd gone from human to dragonborn or something uh, hugely different. Is that everything? Am I missing anything in particular that, uh, that should be brought out, guys? Anything that I haven't mentioned? Um... While we were in the Four Sisters Elven Village way up north, uh, we killed a Displacer Beast, we skinned it and took it to a Tanner, and they're going to make a Displacer's Cloak for us, um, but it's uh, it's it's in the works because it takes a long time to tan it, to turn it into a cloak, then to enchant the cloak, um, but in thanks for saving their town, the, the, that's in the works at the moment as well. Alright, I think that's pretty much it. Oh, birthday, yeah. It happens to be Apis's birthday right now as well. <laughs> so you, you, for all of the people who are new, uh, you've joined us at a great time. Way back when, um, at some point in the long history, uh, we we rolled uh, on a random table to see when Apis's birthday was. Oh, no, we didn't roll. We, we voted in, in chat, didn't we? Um, I give everybody a, a shot of my calendar, my the calendar that I use for my, my world. 
uh, eight days in a week, four weeks in a month, um, 12 months in a year. And I said, these are all the months, these are who they're dedicated to, yada, 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 which what do, does Apis want a summer month, a, a summer birthday, winter birthday, blah, blah, blah. And we decided on Apis's birthday and then uh, it's finally gotten around to it in game. It is, it is now Apis's birthday. They are 54 years old, which for a dwarf is developmentally about the same as a 26 year old human. So they are, um, they're still young, still very much a young person. They're in sort of the prime of their life, as it were, and will be for another like 30 years as a dwarf. I forgot to mention that Lucifreak, the green dragon that captured us, was the son of Unguhef. We, dis we discovered while we were captive with him that um, it was his father uh, that, that killed our whole family and our town and everything. Um, and he, being that he's now an adult, uh, was kicked from the nest, as it were, uh, and had to go and find his own place to live, which is why he turned up uh, to the north, about three days journey to the north in Lan the Lan Lannis Woods. He had, um, he had a vendetta against his father, which was one of the things we used to try and um, persuade him to let us join him. We were like, hey, we hate your father, you hate your father, let's work together to kill him. And then we turned on him. Um, all right, so where we left off. Oh, I, one big thing that's going to come up probably that I should have mentioned is that in during all of that time, way back up in Shadridge, near, near the start of the game, uh, we discovered some dice, some bone dice. I've got a physical representation of them here. You've got a little uh, wooden box that's, um, that's, that's lovely and engraved and whatnot. It says uh, the name Bobby on it in the Sylvan language, uh, which is a language that Apis speaks. And inside this box are some bone dice. We have got them analysed by uh, by Vala, no less, the um, the head of the Wizards Guild in Fondog, uh, and she has discovered that they are uh, bones from a centaur, and they have divinatory powers. Once per day, well, several times per day, but once uh, per day we can, we can roll them, ask them a yes-no question, uh, about something that happens in the future. We can ask them if, if a certain plan will go well or if, uh, if if something has happened or if somebody is still okay, whatever we want really. It's, it works best if it's a yes, no question. And then the dice will give us visions and tell us essentially wheel or woe or a mixture. And uh, and there's, they're a way of telling the future or telling whether a particular plan is a good idea or not. Uh, you can use them multiple times a day, but they're only guaranteed to work once per day. After the set, after the first time every day that you use them, the second time and and, and more, uh, there is a random chance that they will uh, tell you a random answer, and so uh, and so you can't really fully trust them after that first one. So this was a recap of the Apis story so far. When you've caught up, you can join us live over on twitch.tv forward slash Robert Hartley GM.